0: The sequel to 2014's Maleficent has finally hit theaters, and it's actually been out in theaters for like a week and a half now. I say finally, but I wasn't the biggest fan of the first. I didn't really enjoy it too much, but the second film has come out, and got a pretty mixed reception, just like the first one. Although, it did very disappointingly at the box office. However, I still finally saw it. And now we're going to get into my thoughts on the film. This will be my... Movie review of Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil is directed by Joachim Ronning and stars Angelina Jolie, Elle Fanning, Harris Dickinson, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michelle Pfeiffer. The relationship between Aurora and Maleficent is tested as they are pulled to opposite sides because of a situation that has emerged and with new forces at play, a war occurs between two different factions. So, yeah, that's... I tried to keep it a little brief, although the movie's been out for a while now. I won't be getting into any spoilers. If I actually do, I will tell you guys, I don't usually go into spoilers, but it's been out for quite a while now. And if I want to talk about something spoiler-wise, I'll mention it before. So if you haven't seen the film, you can skip however long. I'll let you guys know. Anyway... With that said, now we're going to talk about some content about what I thought of the film. The best part about this movie, which was also the best part about the first one, which is kind of interesting and not very surprising to me, though, is Angelina Jolie as Maleficent herself. Whenever she's on screen, I really like her character. And, again, I, she's a very fun character to watch on screen. Her quirkiness and how she says things in a weird way and the timing of how she Of how she says stuff and kind of like the subtle kind of nuances she Jolie puts in there to further our knowledge of the character and give other characters a sense of why she's different and why we should be terrified of her while also still kind of laughing at some of the things she does because it's not fully the same as what normal humans would do. That was fantastic. I love that. Angelina Jolie delivers a brilliant performance. And she's by far, as Maleficent, the best part of this movie. Like I said, she, that was also the best part about the first one for me. Elle Fanning's also good in this movie. She's not great. There are some moments where, moments where I thought her acting didn't live up to Jolie's. But for the most part, she's still good. And I'll, I I want to talk about something clearly that I really hate. Talking negative, negatively about actors because it... I know how ju- how hard acting is, and I really don't want to complain too i don't really don't want to complain too much about some of the acting, but i but there were some times where I thought I thought most of the performances here were not were, were okay at best, especially Michelle Pfeiffer, who I know some people have said they love, but I watched the film and I just found her to be pretty bland. her line delivery was pretty flat for. Especially for being especially for how important and major her character is, by, especially by the end of the movie, and unfortunately, her line delivery isn't always there, and she would tell in this movie, which I completely forgot about until like watching some reviews before going to see the movie about a week actually before, and I heard the same thing in every review he is. Done dirty and criminally underutilized. Because he is criminally underutilized in this film. He is... What they do with his character... And where they go with the storyline surrounding his character with the Dark Fae and all. What... Not the storyline, but what... what What they do with his character is pretty disappointing. And he gets very little screen time. And he's... He's underutilized in a way that you couldn't even imagine for seeing this movie. But I will say overall, the movie does have, the movie is very br- vibrant. I can only imagine seeing this film in IMAX on that huge screen and how vibrant and how colorful everything would, everything would look because I can, t- I just, everything, it was a great film to look at and this was a great example of visual storytelling. Some of the effects and CGI were a little off but everything still was gorgeous to look at. Like, you cannot take your eye off some of the imagery that's put on show in this movie. And it's some of the most beautiful world-building I've ever I've seen in a Disney live-action film so far. And it looks, again, magnificent, which is something that I kind of expected going in. And there was a lot more of this in this film than in the first film. This film also goes to a lot more darker locations and that brings out for some great contrast between different locations which i absolutely loved the scale of this one is also amped up a bit i will say it's a bit lighter than the first film for the most part because the first film there were a lot of dark elements they got into this one there is a couple but there isn't as much and most of it is implied rather than shown on which is good and bad it's but there's but it's really detrimental to one character, which I'll talk about probably at the end but but the scale the how like the big battle, which does happen at the end, is everything is, feels a lot bigger than the first film it seemed like they had a much wider, bigger budget, and again, there is lots of action in this film, which I wasn't really anticipating, and the final battle you can tell it's coming they're building to this insane war between one faction and the other and with kind of um Maleficent and Aurora right in the middle of it. Not that they're on not on one side or the other. It's just they're the they're they're the main focus of it. But there's still this war. And I will say during that third act, which was which tried to be really epic, but didn't fully quite get there. I'll talk about this again. But during this during this they kind of they kind of tried to do some things with to do with CGI, which require a lot of effects work, and unfortunately, not all of it paid off. I don't think the film had as big of a budget as, say, Lion King, where everything looks seamless and brilliant. This one, there is a lot of noticeable CGI, like I said, but the action was still mostly pretty cool to watch. The tension building in, in, in this movie is great. There's one in particular... Um, there's one in particular with Maleficent and the Queen played by Michelle Pfeiffer. When they're sitting in that dinner scene, there's like they really tried to build something up. And you could tell that there was starting to be there were some really subtle nuances that Angelina Jolie gave in this performance. This is one scene where I thought Michelle Pfeiffer killed it. Every other scene she was flat except this scene. Although her line delivery still wasn't fully there. It's just that the script, the dialogue for this scene was great and like kind of like the subtle insults at each other they were throwing and everyone else around them pretty much going like, what, 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 well, they know exactly what's going on. How they did that was great. And then it leads to kind of the first real kind of like the first real big moment in the film, which you see in the trailers. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I don't want to get into spoilers, but yeah that's the dinner sequence you see in the trailers it it definitely lives up lives up to what you thought of and overall i thought they i actually didn't mind the concept of having you know aurora and prince philip you know getting engaged then having a split between her and maleficent because of something that happens i don't mind that actually but the thing is the execution was kind of ended up be- kind of ended up being lackluster to me and i've seen a lot of people use this word and it's, it it and i i and i couldn't see it because first of all almost most of the storylines are really thin and they're not built too much a lot of the characters new characters are glossed over pretty much but the most disappointing part is that this movie is 2 hours long and I would say that's already long for a PG, family, and mostly kids movie, right? But the thing is, there's so much the film wants to do. And it, by the end, it feels like there's so many plot lines, and it gets really muddled, and, it's, and it feels a little rushed. The thing is, I thought two hours was already pretty long, like I mentioned, but to be honest i wouldn 't mind if this film had been like twenty or thirty minutes more and become a two and a half hour movie because I think it could have been really beneficial to the movie because they had to squeeze their bunch of thin plot lines in and side stories to get to this finale and have a bunch of different things going on and because of that, they had to again put really thin plot lines in there and because of that it the payoff of where the film of what happens to certain groups of people and what happens to the antagonist, it doesn't fully pay off because some of the things they do with the antagonist and some of the other groups of people in the film and the side stories, like I mentioned, aren't developed too much at all. And another 20 or 30 minutes could have heavily improved the payoff at the end of the film, which kind of still worked and it was a pretty happy ending for what happened before it and the tonal shifts was a little wonky during this and as we get and it and where i really started to notice everything getting kind of muddled is is during that second is towards the end of that second act where they're building up and then you can see there there's something coming you're like that's a lot you look back on it like well that's a lot and then by this we have so much things to think about. Well then what about this and that and that and that. They do touch on all of them, but we're not meant to care about it because the film before that didn't make us care about it. And I didn't and because of that I just didn't care about it all too much. And the the film tries to send a message that doesn't really land too much because it tries to send a message of kind of like that you shouldn't be biased against other people because of certain events you've had, and things like that. But the thing is, the movie is rated PG. And there's something that I thought, like, right as we got into that, right as that third act started. And because of that, we weren't able to see the full impacts and effects of what the event prior caused. And because of that, they had to cut away from violence, which would have beautifully showcased why this is an issue and why it shouldn't be done. But because of that, they had to really cut away from some of the more gruesome things we could have seen to amp up the impact and effect. But it's a PG movie and a family and kids movie, so they had to keep it clean and they couldn't go down too dark. And the film tries to be, and I mean it, a lot more epic than it actually is. I talked about this a lot after coming out of the movie. The film as at that third act. Feels like it's so epic. There's this awesome final battle. It's like what the people at Marvel must have felt. During the Infinity War and Endgame climaxes. But it doesn't work as well. Because there's not as much good build up. And we don't see the enough like violence happening for us to like. Feel something. There's just two different people, and things are happening, and they are pretty frightening things to watch. But there's just not as much kind of dark. It doesn't go dark enough for us to really feel something. They just do things. They kind of do it in a way where it fits a PG movie and doesn't, and they don't delve into. There's a really high body count, and they don't delve into the emotions of what people would feel at all because it's a PG movie and they can't go too dark. And again, there's a high body count. This film, being PG-13, would have been highly beneficial, 100%. It could have been a lot darker and it, sh- and it would have helped with sending the message they wanted to send. Again, like I said, the film is totally off. It By the end, that third act, it switches from War, everything like that, to a pretty happy, yay ending, and then, like, finally, and things like that, which was off to me. And there were, again, two different storylines during the film, and one with Maleficent was what I was interested in. And the, and the, um, there's one with Maleficent, and also the kind of like her kind of what they meet, the Fae, the Dark Fae, that I was interested in that, but. When it cut back to Michelle Pfeiffer and Elle Fanning at the kingdom, to do with their storyline, I got really bored when Angelina Jolie wasn't in this film, and she is not in a big chunk of the middle of this movie, which we'll talk about in a second. But besides any other problems I had, again they built up, they put, they just had so many different things that they couldn't develop any of it. And by the end of the second act, it felt really muddled to me, and Michelle Pfeiffer's character is given barely any depth except two lines of dialogue which are delivered very poorly, very flat by her and they don't make the situation feel dire that we would actually care. Now, I I just touched on this a bit, but Angelina Jolie as Maleficent is not in big chunks of this movie. She was in the first one a lot more. And she was in almost every scene in the first one. I can remember. This scene, she is not in a lot of. And she, way more than you might think. I'm not exaggerating. By the, during that middle, she is only in about half of the second act. That is not an exaggeration. I guarantee you that's the case. So there's two different storylines going on. One where, with the Dark Fae feels less important than the other storyline with Michelle Pfeiffer and Al Fanning. But it's a lot more interesting because Angelina Jolie's there, our main character, who we should be caring about. And yes, the film is titled Maleficent. Shocking, I know. And she disappears for big chunks of the film, unfortunately. And that's pretty much all my thoughts. I've been pretty negative for the past I don't know, like really while. But at the end of it, I there were the movie was still enjoyable in spurts. I can say that. All right, now we're going to get on to my final thoughts. Overall, Maleficent, Mistress Feeble, like I said, is an enjoyable film in spurts. Whenever Angelina Jolie's on screen, you are instantly captivated because her character is really interesting. And I'm going to say the film is definitely better than the first film. Not by, like, it doesn't jump from the first film being a D all the way to this film being an A. Nothing like that, but like, it's still, it's clearly better than the first film to me. It's, it just, it works a whole lot better. But if the film really wanted to be a great movie, it needed, first of all, 20 to, 20 to 30 minutes extra and a PG-13 rating, which would have, let it, go, which would have let, let it go a lot darker and explore the themes a lot deeper and can touch like, older people a lot better. I'm going to give Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, a C. And by the way, a C is basically my baseline average grade. So it was only one letter off my lowest positive grade of a C+. So keep that in mind. I almost enjoyed the film. Almost. But there was a little too much in there that got me pretty frustrated by the time we got to the end of the second act. And unfortunately, I can't recommend this one unless you enjoyed the first one. And if you did enjoy the first one, you're going to like this one even more. I can guarantee you that. Almost, I can almost guarantee you that. And, but besides that, if you do want to watch it at some point, just rent it when it comes out or buy it on Blu-ray or something like that. Because I don't think it's really worth going out to watch. I've, going in, I was really intrigued because my, like my friends and people around me were telling me, you know, the movie's good, it's very enjoyable, but online I heard a lot of mixed reception, especially critics and things like that and people like that. I th- and I think by this review you can tell where I gravitate towards. But if they and the movie is really has very very much disappointed the box office. It's not it's not everyone knows this by now, but if they do decide to make a third film, I wouldn't like I don't I wouldn't hate the idea, but I don't think, I don't know what else they can do really to get me hooked because I feel like this movie already completed the story well, but I don't know. Disney loves their sequels. Anyways, if you guys enjoyed, check out my review, Terminator Dark Fate, that came out a couple days ago. And yeah, I'll tell you this much. If you want to see a positive review, go check out that one because I did really enjoy that movie. So Maleficent Mistress of you what have seen it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, then that's, you know, that's sad. But, you know, if you enjoyed it, well then good. And I'd be very inter- inter- interested to hear why. Because I've heard, co- I've heard very differing opinions on this film. As always, guys, have a great day.